0: This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.UBS.com for further information about UBS.
1: Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to UBS Global Research PodHub, a channel that shares insights from economists, strategists, and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets. It's often said in our industry that housing is the cycle, so it's always useful to have a good handle on how this part of the economy is doing, but it's especially pertinent today given that it's the most interest rate sensitive part of the economy as well and nobody needs reminding what's been happening with yields. Joining us today to discuss the US housing market is John Pingle, head of US economics at UBS Investment Bank. John, welcome.
2: Hi, Banu. Thank you for having me. Right, John.
1: So let's start with this. Uh, Mortgage rates are up. Applications are strongly down. Is the U.S. housing market headed for a recession, and is it likely to drive the overall economy into recession?
2: Well, housing activity is likely to decline. I mean, we can talk about how you might want to define recession, but we're expecting activity to contract and to continue to contract uh, for the coming at least several quarters as the economy tries to digest these higher mortgage rates. Now, it seems unlikely that that's going to be really the catalyst that drives the U.S. into recession. It's an important sector. It's often a leading sector, um, in part because it's an interest rate sensitive sector. Um, But, you know, housing actually comes in with fairly good fundamentals at the moment. It is possible that sales slow down. But is it a
1: given that starts will also slow down? Is it not likely that construction actually remains strong? Residential investment at about 5% of GDP is not very high. And inventories, meanwhile, are extremely low. 87.3% of the houses are being sold in less than a month. Don't we need larger housing stock in the U.S.? So even if sales slow, must investment slow.
2: And importantly, the most forward looking and best measured component of housing data that we get in the U.S. is the single family permit series, uh, which fell 12% and would actually point to further declines in starts in the months ahead. So, you know, we are seeing a demand reaction, and we do think that's going to continue to flow through in building activity. Um, Yes, it's the case that, you know, we're, we're starting from a good point where inventories are low. But actually, in the new home sales market, we've actually seen a fair backup in inventories. Months for sale, um, you know, the, the, the pace of, you know, the amount of inventory it takes to move in terms of month's supply backed up to nine months in the last new home sales release. And it was quite a sharp increase. It is a sign that we are seeing some cooling on the leading edge that points to um, further declines and starts in the coming quarters. John, I want to ask you, if, if you're the Fed, do you
1: worry about a slight slowdown in the housing market or do you actually celebrate it? Because given where OER inflation is, wouldn't you say that you actually need some slowdown in demand and perhaps a pickup in supply so that the availability, the net availability of housing increases and therefore uh, the pressure on, on rents can decline and overall inflation can
2: decline? In our inflation forecast, however, you know, it's goods disinflation that does most of the heavy lifting, even with owner's equivalent rent and rent inflation remaining relatively elevated when we do have inflation coming back towards the Fed's uh, 2% target. But the other thing to keep in mind is building activity has been running at a pretty good clip. We are actually generating a fair amount of supply. Multi-family units in particular um, stepped up to a pace that we haven't seen since the 1980s um, coming out of the pandemic. In fact, if you look at it, Units under construction right now is outpacing population growth for the age 16 and over population. Normally, population growth is running double units under construction. So to have that relationship flip, it gives you a sense of the amount of supply that's going to come online in the next year to two years in the U.S. housing market.
1: And it goes back to your point about how inventory levels can can rise um, quite sharply. Um, Let's talk about the left tail, where the risks are so which parts of real estate do you think are most vulnerable are there any canaries to focus on
2: it's not you know my base case um, but we will have to keep an eye on house prices house prices have become you know very stretched relative to median incomes and while you know i think there's some fundamental reasons to think that you know house price growth you know slows at but avoids you know contraction I wouldn't be surprised in some particular local markets if we did see house prices actually outright decline in the next year or two, um, creating some localized pockets of stress.
1: That's very interesting, John. Um, lastly, let's let's talk about the knock-on effect on on other sectors. Now, sure, mortgage rates are rising, but for the last forty years before two thousand nine, mortgage rates were well higher than where they are today, and and the U.S. consumer was fine through the bulk of that. So. A lot of this mortgage uh, mortgages have been fixed. Will it still have an impact as rates go higher on consumer spending, or are we potentially getting worried about nothing?
2: That reduced um, you know activity in the housing market you know should spill over to slower employment growth in the sector, and for households you know less you know home purchase and building activity implies less you know appliances, household furnishing, and other types of spending um, that will decline. And while we've got good consumption. Growth in our projections for the next two quarters. That is one reason we have slowing as we head into uh, 2023. But you're right. I mean, in terms of the rate shock, um, you know, that risk, um, you know, is significantly diminished relative to say where we were before the financial crisis.
1: Okay, John. Let me try and summarize then. Um, You're not very bullish on housing. You think activity in this sector will slow. Uh, That doesn't necessarily mean it's going into a deep recession and certainly doesn't mean that the US economy is going into deep recession. Second, you think along with sales, starts will also come down and permits are actually pointing in that direction. Uh, on the question of OER, you expect it to slow, but that 's not the main driver of your below fixing below tips fixing call on inflation. You think that comes from goods inflation coming down as supply bottlenecks ease um, The tail risk well there are not too many in the market right now because the market is reasonably healthy it 's just going to slow down from healthy levels, but uh, if there is one, it is that affordability is very low and house price to income ratios are very high and and those could come down, having a wealth impact. And lastly, the consumer will be impacted. You do have a slowing consumer through the course of later this year and and early next year and that's based on uh, slowing housing and its impact on autos, its impact on white goods. This is not a prepayment crisis, certainly not a balance sheet problem, but an income statement problem nonetheless. Uh, Thanks very much, John. Thank you for your time.
0: This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries, and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content. It has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2022. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.